At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network where sports betting lives. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. VSIN.com, the VSIN app game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, DraftKings Network live from the Barrage Bar Canada here at the D. What's happening, man? Football Friday. You ready? Football Friday. Love it. Matt Brown back in action. Yes. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas around here. Did we we, uh, evict Matt Brown last week for Aaron Schatz, or was that just a coincidence? No, no, just coincidence. Okay. Just curious. All right. I don't know what he was doing. Okay. Matt Brown. Matt Brown doing Matt Brown things. Full NFL. Matt Brown's got Matt Brown things to do. But he's uh, going to do our thing this morning for the uh, first hour. We'll talk nothing but NFL with Matt. All his bets. Uh, We'll talk some college football with the Bear, Chris Belinka. Chris Felica underwent a little uh, surgery. He's yeah. uh, he's recovering, so he's he's back in in the saddle with us today. I actually was going to tell you this off here. I feel I feel kind of bad. I hope uh, Chris is not feeling uh, pressured to do this at all because he did he did uh, answer to answer me that he would love to come on. Today. Oh no, he's good. He's like hurling insults again on text. He's good. But I was checking the uh, I was listening to the Great Bear Bets podcast yeah, yeah, on the yeah. way in, which he was not a part of. This. Oh, was, he wasn't. Yeah, he was not a part of. So oh wow. I was like, I hope Chris is feeling okay. Well, you know, it's the Bear Bets pod, and then there's us. So you know, it's been kind <laughs> of coming on. Hey, Chris, if you're listening yeah. right now, this is what I always say: you didn't make a single single mistake on this week's pod. Not a single mistake. Not a one. <laughs> Dr. Bob will join us, Jason Weingarten. You know the drill on Fridays. Uh, we were supposed to, little disclaimer here before we get to the game from last night and, and our NFL thoughts, uh, we were supposed to have Sean Perry on the show this morning, who's one of the 10 remaining contestants, uh, one of the 10 remaining guys in control or gals or in control of the 10 remaining entries in Circus Survivor, the $9.267 million contest. I did not have any communication with him, but Kelly did. Here is your update yeah sean uh sean agreed to come on earlier in the week uh and then decided to pass late last night so okay. he will not be on with us today okay uh we wish him the best of luck i hope uh nothing came up serious or anything like that but uh yeah we got late notice he will not be on the show that's nice of you so. to worry about if something came up you, know, right. and you never know what people's lives, welfare right yeah, yeah you never know what people's very lives. nice of you okay so we don't have him on today so we'll we'll uh just wanted to pass that on because we had promised him earlier in the week. Uh, as far as that football game last night, Rams 30, Saints 22. Rams get the money. In a game, by the way, 30 to 22, that's not nearly as close as the uh, the final score indicates, where in case you missed it real quick, because there are tentacles to talk about from this outcome, the Rams 14-play, 94-yard drive the first time they got a hold of it, a 7-minute 56 Second drive where Stafford went to Puka from two out on fourth and goal from the two to make it seven to nothing late in the second quarter. New Orleans' thing last night was they were going to be aggressive. They decided whenever they got a fourth down and, and manageable, they were going to go for it. And they did on their next drive, fourth and five at the Rams 39. Carr was sacked by Kobe Turner. Uh, Haversick uh, knocked in a field goal after that to make it 10 to nothing. 
Then, by the way, Haversick missed a 47-yard field goal. And at this point in the game, this is second quarter now, the Rams are doubling up the Saints uh, in total yardage. They're only leading 10 to nothing. And then the Saints did matriculate three plays, 63 yards, Carr to Shahid for 45. And all of a sudden, it was 10 to 7 Rams. That's it with 2.28 left in the second quarter. And there was a moment there after the Rams went three and out where you said, wow, are the Rams going to botch this? Uh, that's when New Orleans had a fourth and five at the Rams 42 with a minute left in the half where Carr went incomplete intended for Jawan Johnson. And the Rams took over at their own 42 with 56 le uh, seconds left in the second quarter. And they went five plays and 58 yards in a grand total of 35 seconds. Stafford to Demarcus Robinson from four out to go up 17 to seven at the half. And that was really the moment in the game where it shifted for good in favor of the Rams. Yep. Now, we're it good. felt like the whole first half was almost building up to that anyways. Yes. But, like, yeah, you got to halftime, and it was, okay, Rams have taken control. Now, I know you all thought I was crazy with this whole Puka Nakua thing, and we'll get to this momentarily. But at this point in the game, Stafford was 13 of 13 for 171 and two touchdowns when targeting Robinson, Nakua, and Higby. For those who have not uh, been part of my uh, Rams rants earlier this year, the need of Matthew Stafford and to some degree Sean McVay to force the ball to Cooper Cup has really actually hampered the Rams this year. If you watch them time and time again, it really has been a thing where Puka could, Puka could have 15 catches a game if they would just go to him instead, like last night. Cup gets the most targets, um, not the most efficient way to go about things. Anyway, third quarter on a drive that featured Stafford to Nakua for 41. And then Stafford missing a wide-open Nakua for what would have been an easy touchdown. They settled for a half or sec, 22-yard field goal, 20-7 Rams. Uh, a little later, it was 27-7 Rams because uh, the uh, – Oh, because Carr was picked by Jordan Fuller. That set up the Rams on a short uh, field. Five plays, 41 yards. Kyron in from 10. That made it 27-7. And then another, the third and final fourth down that the Saints tried. Fourth and seven at the Rams, uh, in Rams territory. Carr to Jawan Johnson. I think they needed, they needed seven yards, as I said. Instead, they went to Jawan Johnson for three, which is just vintage Derek Carr at that point. Like, no one who needs seven yards goes better for three yards than Derek Carr does in those situations. Haversick would add a field goal, 30-7. to seven, And then late in the game and you're wondering well how did how did this become cosmetically 30 to 22 Saints went on a 12 play 75 yard drive Carter Johnson from five outs make it 30 to 14 then the Rams got a punt blocked two plays 35 yards Carter A.T. Perry for 35 that made it 30 to 22 after the two-point conversion to Olave then Nakua recovered the onside kick he got a first down that effectively ended the game uh, it was officially over when the Saints jumped off sides, neutral zone infraction, I should say. Um, and that's how it ended. And so, by the way, Adam Schefter chiming in. In 2012, Calvin Johnson set the NFL single-season record with 1,984 receiving yards. His quarterback was Matthew Stafford. In 2021, Cooper Cup had the second-most receiving yards in a single season in NFL history with 1,947. His quarterback was and still is Matthew Stafford. Puka Nakua now needs just 147 yards in his final two games to set the record for most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL history. His quarterback is Matthew Stafford. Stafford was 24 of 34 for 328 last night. Kyron, by the way, Kyron Williams, 22 for 104 and a touchdown on the ground. Puka, I had been saying all week, and let's talk about these two awards. Two, first of all, the Rams in general. The Rams now are minus 200 to make the playoffs. They are, and by the way, the, uh, the Saints are minus 300 not to make the playoffs. Though they're in a division where they could still do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Rams, with apologies to the Seahawks, the Rams pretty much look like the fifth best team in the NFC behind the Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, and Lions. They also, now because of the divisional format of the postseason, they'll currently, and this could be the case two weeks from now, they're currently slotted as the sixth seed obviously because of that division format. And so it, it right now, if the playoffs were to start, and this could really, it's likely that it works out this way based on schedule, you could have a Stafford versus Goff first-round game, <laughs> a trade that happened almost exactly three years ago, three years, three years minus a month. It'll be closer to exactly three years when they, when the, if that game ever happens, when it happens. Um, so that's an interesting possibility in the postseason with the Rams going to Detroit and it being a Stafford-Goff referendum. The Rams look great, and they look like a team that could pull off a first-round playoff upset. They would, really do. I was just going to say, this is the team, like, we're, we've, we've, 
we've been kind of getting there with them these past couple weeks. They were up there in my power rankings this week. It's the yeah, you had them top ten. That's right. I think they've got the stamp now of what we were talking about with the Buffalo Bills two weeks ago. Of who do you who do you not want to see in the NFC in the playoffs? It's the Bills and the AFC, but we've even gotten beyond that point because I think they're one one of the favorites to actually come out of the AFC in my in my opinion right now. The Rams just with that offense, you don't want to see them. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't want to go up against them in that first round of the playoffs just because they can hang thirty on you. I think they can hang thirty on just about anybody with this core of offensive players they got going right now. So I I think that's a scary team to run into in the playoffs. As far as Nakua, Puka Nakua, I had said all week he needs to average. Six catches and 104 yards the remaining three games to break both the rookie marks for receptions and receiving yards. Well, last night, he had nine for 164 and a touchdown. By the way, with fewer targets than Cup, as I mentioned. He now only needs nine catches and 148 yards over two weeks at the Giants and at the Niners to break both records, or if you want to put it in average, four and a half catches and 74 yards. The broadcast did a terrible job last night, an amateurish job. They never once brought up either of those two marks. Instead, waiting till late in the fourth quarter to bring up some nebulous Oh, of receivers in their rookie year who's had uh, receivers in their rookie years who've had 140 plus receiving yards. This was his fourth, one shy of that record. He's about to set the record in both categories, and yes, the number crashed a bit yesterday. So C.J. Stroud went from minus 10,000 to minus 2,500 at DraftKings. Puka Nakua is now at eight to one after having been 20 to one in the offensive rookie of the year market. Again, my point the whole time has been: if Nakua breaks both records and C.J. Stroud ends up missing the last four of the games and the fifth game before that, he was terrible. I don't think he's the offensive rookie of the year if you miss <clears throat> or play poorly, sadly, because of uh, being in concussion protocol or just playing poorly. Um, I don't think you are the offensive rookie of the year if you miss over a quarter of the season that way. Um, the other category to bring up, <clears throat> pardon me on the voice, the other category to bring up, by the way, shame on the broadcast for not bringing up these two records for Nakua. was ridiculous. Yeah, by the way, Nakua down to 6-1 to one at uh, Advocate Battle. Yeah, I was just going to bring it up. Yeah. He's uh, as short as 6-1. to one. Yep. The other thing is comeback player of the year. This is one of these things where we're really close to the sun, right? DeMar Hamlin's been a prohibitive favorite for as long as we can remember. The shortest shot beyond him is Matthew Stafford now. Matthew Stafford, who missed seven games last year, pardon me, eight games last year, he only played in nine. He missed eight games last year primarily because of a spinal cord contusion. He's going to throw for over 4,000 yards this year. He's 23 and nine in terms of touchdowns and picks. Might we be too close to the sun? Might Matthew Stafford be the guy waiting in the weeds for comeback player of the year? Is that a thing? You think? I think it's possible for sure. I'm just saying. Matt Brown is here, ladies and gentlemen, and he is festive. Happy holidays to all. Matt Brown on the NFL next, right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want to check out VSIN's betting splits but don't have a VSIN Pro subscription yet? You better hurry. Today's the final day we're giving everyone access to the betting splits for free. Matt, you excited about that? I love it. <clears throat> the VSIN betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Get free access to VSIN's betting splits all this week at vsin.com com slash splits that's v-s-i-n dot com slash splits ladies and gentlemen uh it is so nice of you to, to uh, hang with us this friday morning as always um for those of you who don't know this and i don't know if this has ever come up on the show but uh i uh, was not raised celebrating christmas and yet uh i seem to know every lyric to every christmas song and every christmas reference there is which i cannot say for my buddy kelly bidlin here and the reason this comes up is because matt brown joins us with his fragile sweater not fragile fragile from the great christmas classic christmas story Kelly didn't doing, get it, man. Kelly he, didn't get it. He didn't get it. <clears throat> I, I, had, I, had to, I had to Google the picture as you were doing the read and show him, like, does this ring a bell? or? That's or the best Christmas movie there ever is, I think. I, I think so. It's the greatest. You've never seen Christmas Story? Oh, I've seen it multiple times. I think it's awful. Oh, my God. Oh. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Well, <laughs> I do, do not think a, it stood the test of time. I did, do not think that. I don't parents, think it holds up. Did the parents up. hug you enough as a child? Oh, yeah. I got, I got great parents. Yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe it was... Home Alone. I don't know. Maybe. Best Christmas movie. Uh, of let's all let's time. not do this again. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Oh, By the way, Matt Brown, everybody, for those who don't know, uh, the uh, host of the of the All Angles podcast, which he does three times a week, and of course, the handle, which he does with Mike Somich, 7 p.m. weekends here at the network. How you doing, man? Merry Christmas to you. Doing well, doing well, and the same to you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Obviously, we don't yes. have to wish him Merry and the Christmas. the same to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, good, good, good start to the to the week last night, so I'm ready to, ready to rock and roll. You were on the uh, ramifications last night? Rams and over uh, Kyron Williams' rush attempts. Kelly had so, that. Oh, had yards. Kelly had yards, right? But both got home. Both got home, yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. Had a 35-to-1 same-game parlay. Nice! You Did know? you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What was the same game parlay? Rams over Stafford over 200 yards. Carr over 200 yards. Kyron Williams all over 20 plus carries. Kyron Williams. Oh, I, this one came down to the wire. The all over um, 100 plus yards, which Ooh. needed to be done. Yes, on that, that needed wow, to be yes, done. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah, needed to be done on that last little bit. And then Higby 25 plus receiving. Oh, the Higby one is a nice little yeah. twist. Sean McVay's got your back on getting Kyron. Yeah. Those those carries and those. Uh, I was those wondering yards. if like Kyron was going to walk over to him and say like, "Man, I'm only ten yards from a hundred. Just so I mean, you know, I'm felt only, like I'm only that. ten yeah. yards from a hundred. Because I was sitting there going like, "Am I really going to lose this thing? Because he's going to sit out this last thing, and not get the last ten yards." But yeah, no, that was that was fun. Good for you. Fun. Let me fun. ask you two questions that we just brought up uh, here before the break, talking about this. One, the notion that Matthew Stafford now is beyond Demar Hamlin, the shortest shot for comeback player of the year. 
could he actually, because the most interesting, Aaron Schott said a lot of interesting things. He's one of 50 voters for all these awards last week. And one of the more interesting things that he said was, you know, for MVP, because I brought up, hey, Purdy might win it just by getting the most second place votes. He's like, you're absolutely right. But with comeback player of the year, and I think his point was sound, which was he's not voting for Hamlin. And his point, because there's one, two, three for comeback player of the year, his point was Hamlin's either your number one, talking about DeMar Hamlin, of course, of the Buffalo Bills, who nearly died on the field last year and has made one tackle this year. He said if, he, if he's not your number one, he's probably not on your ballot at all. So might Stafford, do you think that's realistic? I mean, or do you have no idea? Because it's okay to say that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, my personal opinion would be there's going to be just too many people that vote tomorrow. And yeah. listen, I, if I had a vote, I would probably do it too because it just feels right. You know, Me I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it just you, feels by right. By the way, that's a great point. Because what if it got out afterwards yeah, that, that you, you were the dude that left him off? Right? Because Jason tried to shame, <laughs> Jason Weingarten tried to shame Kelly when Kelly was like, Mitch, you can't win. And Jason immediately launched into, really? So let the record show that Kelly Bidlin <laughs> thinks that seven catches after having leukemia is not enough, right? Yeah. So, like, there could be that human element too, right? I, I, did, I was at least beating the drum that he at least needed to play some right. snaps. Yes. Like, it yes. couldn't just be like, oh, he made the roster, I right? I said he just had to show up on a field. Kelly amended it to, no, he has to make one tackle. And he got exactly well, one he's tackle. He's got one tackle. Yeah. He's exactly got one, tackle. one tackle. I think the other part of it, too, is it's it's what Matt's saying. And then it's when whenever you and I have discussed the others, it's how do you compare some of these cases? You, you know what I mean? You like can't. It's a the ridiculous comeback player of the year, it's, it's comparing what happened a year ago, the injury you suffered, and what you've done it, this It's year. a ridiculous conversation, mm -hmm. and I only bring it up because we saw Stafford yeah. play last night, and he's now he's yeah. the shortest shot beyond him. The other one is my theory of, and, and it has changed in the market after last night, and could change further after this weekend. But C.J. Stroud, sadly is in concussion protocols, not going to play. This will be the second straight week he didn't play. The week before, when he got hurt, he was he had a terrible game against the Jets. That's three games. We got two games left. If he were not to play the rest of the way or play poorly, and by the way, uh, Will Hill had a great theory of if the Texans are knocked out of it by week 18, then there won't be any reason to have him play week 18. If he doesn't play for over a quarter of the season and Puka breaks both the receptions and the rookie receiving yards records, isn't he the rookie? Isn't he live for rookie of the year? Well, here's the thing. The precedent has already been set last year because Jalen Hurts lost the MVP because of injury. Yeah. He was he was going to run away with it, and then he got hurt and didn't play those three games, and that, and that was it, and it went the and it went a different direction. And so it's unfortunate, as you just it said. It is. It's incredibly unfortunate. No one loves C.J. Stroud more than I do. It's but been profusely for the, the draft. The precedent has already been set, right? I mean, yeah. last year Jalen Hurts was cruising to the MVP. He got hurt in the critical stretch where, hey, it's not, when you, <laughs> it's not how you get hurt and when you get hurt. You know, like, oh, it's the end of the season. Well, that matters more. You know, it's kind of like in the college football, right? It's not when you lose. It's 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 uh, it, it's actually it's all about when you lose. And so I think it's the same deal here. I mean, I I truly believe that Puka, especially after last night's game, and where the announcers were just all over Puka, and yet never mentioned that he could break both yeah. records, yeah. not once. But it was, I mean, it was it. That was a great Puka kind of coming out game for people who maybe had not paid attention to a Bro. West Coast team or whatever it might be, because the announcers at least were saying yes over and over again what a how, huge piece of the team he was. What a, you know? How many times did Herb Street say? It? And he's really big too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over and over. You think you hear a name like Puka Naku, you think he's a five foot eight scat pack, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, he's a six foot two wide receiver. Al Michaels breaking out the uh, shakes of the lamb's tail, <laughs> like all of these old references that Kirk has to like awkwardly laugh through. <laughs> Uh, anyway, again, Puka down to eight to one in uh, offensive rookie of the year at uh, DraftKings, and uh, at as low as six to one at uh, Advocate Battle. I was uh, I, I was flipping around through so many NBA games last night, yet I still caught at least like three references to his build, including that scat back one. <laughs> How about those Pistons, by the way? Huh? Oh yeah. Well? All right. Get right to you the guys, center. You guys want to rehash your Pistons are going to be in the playoffs within two years conversation from prime I mean, time it's really tough. Yet? I'm just going to look away from Kill because they've got the talent. <laughs> they've got a really good coach, Matt. It just still doesn't make sense it doesn't, to me. It does, the, just the no outside shooting. Yeah, the that's the problem. The on-court stuff does not make sense, though. That's for sure. Uh, for Gile, would you like to give your first pick before sure, the break here? Sure, sure. Uh, let's we start with a with with um, a game that's going to be happening tomorrow in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I am on Cincinnati at yes, two. Like it. You can still find two and a halfs out there, so this is not a completely dead number. But 
Listen, I, I can admit when I'm wrong, I did not think Browning was going to be any good. I None thought this did. was going to be a complete disaster. I was actually advocating for, listen, if T. Higgins walks at the end of the year, I was kind of advocating for the Bengals just to lose out. You get one of those kind of top 12-ish picks, and then you just replace T. Higgins with one of these you know, receivers that are coming in the draft. That's do, not going to be the do case you know one per, Do you know anybody who was like, oh, this is going to be good no, with I, Jake Browning? I, it didn't seem like it anyway, no. right? No. And I understand Chase isn't going to play in this game, but I don't think it's really going to matter with the Steelers. If you look at Browning since week 12, he is behind only Brock Purdy in EPA and completion percentage over expected. Only Brock Purdy is ahead of Jake Browning since he start, took over as starter in the league. And then now we go to uh, Mason Rudolph, right? And, and I mean, look, Mason Rudolph has started, he started eight games in 2019. So the team got a look at him, right? Yeah. And then they chose, no, we're going to draft Pickett. We're going to start Trubisky. Remember this, like he didn't even start when they were kind of breaking in Pickett. They, they went Trubisky over this guy. Like he has been so not good in camp and through the coach's eyes that he has not been able to even make the spot starts and all of that. They went back to Trubisky again this year whenever they had to put another quarterback in. So this is kind of the bottom of the barrel third option thing here with Mason Rudolph. And so I'm not worried about the fact that Cincinnati's defense certainly has fallen off of a cliff since last year. I mean, it was one of those that was trending way up the end of the year, and we were kind of like, oh, wow, what are they going to look like next year? And it was just more of the same. But I'm not worried about the Steelers being the team to exploit them. I'm just really not. I mean, if you look, they, they were not able to do anything with their starter. They were not able to do anything with their backup. And then here comes their third string, and now we're going to magically think that this is going to be the turning point for them. I, I'm, I'm not there with all of this. And if you're ever going to miss a wide receiver one, how about Cincinnati being able to go to T. Higgins, be able to go to Tyler Boyd? I mean, that's a really good kind of backup plan. Sure is. We're simpatico on that one. Kelly and I will give her picks later, but I landed on the Bengals too. Just be, I, I don't want the, you know, that Steelers mystique of figuring out a way to win games. Mm -hmm. I just refuse to let that pollute the handicap. Yeah. I'll yeah. be rooting with you, boys. I don't have a bet on the Bengals, but I got season yeah. uh, win totals to sweat on the, oh, uh, yes, under, you do. On, the on the Steelers. There you Let's go. go. There Still you Bengals. Go. And there again, you if you're scoring at home, which I know you are, Steelers got to go one, one, and one the rest of the way <laughs> to keep the great Mike Tomlin never having had a losing season streak alive. We'll see. By the way, if the Steelers want to keep that alive, they better win this one. We'll come back. More Matt Brown and his NFL Thoughts Week 16 Numbers Game Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. All I want for the holidays this year is some NBA action. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VEGAS only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code VEGAS. The crown is yours. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. This is from JD. Just got in on the Niners to beat the Bills exacto. Let's go, baby. Uh, this from Juxtine. He said, uh, do you guys think there's anything, not just asking me, but also uh, Crack and Cleave and Shine, do you guys think there's anything to home teams playing on Christmas slash Thanksgiving being a bit more distracted and not as focused as they should be, whereas the road team is away from it all? Uh, Juxtine, I think that, I think, you know, or excuse me. It's, Ooh, it's not thing Juxtine. or not a thing, Gil. It's Jay Coxstein. This is, you know, different name. Um, Thing or not a thing, I think it's one of those things that we have confirmation bias on when it happens, right? Yeah. I think when the home team performs, performs poorly, then we say, oh, they must have been distracted. But I don't think it's a thing. And I think if you actually went into a database and actually looked, you'd find that it's not a thing. See, I, it's funny because I think I have, a, I have a similar response but different. I'm going to say thing, but I can't quantify it for you whatsoever. Yeah. Buddhist man. Uh, Matt Brown's sweater proves one thing for certain that Kelly... Unlike the leg lamp is obviously not, Itali not <laughs> Italian, but I, think it, I believe Italian was pronounced differently. Matthew Mayberry. Oh, my God. Bill and, Bidlin and Human should 100% have a show together. I don't know what the hell to call it, but it'd be a great watch. Angriest guy in Kentucky. Don't tell me the broadcast came up short last night. I'm shocked. <laughs> Jay Buckley. Uh, Billingsley, Vince Vaughn, and Sebastian uh, Maniscalco did a Wild West comedy tour special many years back. Have a great holiday, guys. Oh, thank you for that. And Nemesis Enforcer, any chance that Billingsley dude is related to Barbara Billingsley of Leave it to Beaver fame? I do not know. Yeah, th this is a, that's a, know. direct that question check. to Wes Reynolds, please. Yeah, Wes Reynolds would know <laughs> it Wes has got you. Wes would be promised. like, well, everybody knows. You know, he always his thing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he comes to us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. He was in attendance at SoFi last night of the Rams' victory over the Saints. So too was Shohei Otani. And all I thought to myself was, 
is Jason going to figure out a way to say hello? And the answer is Jason Weingarten. I actually had a field pass yesterday before the game. Excuse my hair. It looks a little, a little weird there. Oh, it's um, I had a field pass before the game, but I was stuck in traffic. And I didn't get there. So oh. the great Jason Shohei Otani meeting will uh, <laughs> have to take place another day. How do you think, oh, how do you think that would have gone, Jason? Walk me through that. How would that have gone? I would have screamed like a girl. Now, uh, <laughs> I probably would have just been like, hey, uh, you're Shohei Otani. And he would have been like, yeah, and you're, uh, you're some, some dude. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, it, it would be very anticlimactic. Uh, would you have brought up, yeah. would you have brought up the money he has made you? Would you have brought that up? No, yeah, he, no, you wouldn't have brought that up. Um, I just be like, cool. Yeah, the, you, you you were at the game, so you didn't see this, but you know there was Shohei in his Dodgers garb, and it was like it was as if the Angels never existed, right? Like it was the most it was the most dismissive thing of a franchise you'll ever see in your life. Like here's Shohei, the great arrival in Los Angeles, and you're like, wasn't he just in Los Angeles for? Several years before, it's very awkward. Anyway. Yeah, could have done this any any time over the past. You could give him a Rams jersey any time <laughs> over the past five years. Just now he's a Dodger, so man. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He was in the Rams jersey. You guys were right. you guys were talking about naming shows though. It's one of the hardest things. Uh, I have a great name for a show. If I ever do do a show again, uh-huh. I, was, I was talking to Preston. Yeah, we have a great name for a show. What are you allowed to say it on air? Can you say it? Yeah. Okay. It'd be called Two Losers. Because then everyone could be like, I'm listening to these two losers. And it'd be a great name. Everyone would know it. I think it's a perfect name for a sports radio talk show. Two Two bearded losers. I'm listening to these two losers again. (laughs) Preston, how can I put this? Not a loser. Let's just put that in life. But it's a great great name. Yeah. How's he doing, by the way? I got to talk to Preston. Is things going well with the soccer team? Is he, uh, has it transformed? Yeah, you know, it's... There's a big old game this week. I think Boxing Day is a big deal over there. So, uh, you know, we're right around the the, the, the playoff. You know, you got to be top seven to make the playoffs or whatever. So we're, we're right around like between floating between seventh and eleventh. It's uh, you know, it's it's a slog, but going going in the right direction. Is there fear? So there's no fear of relegation to a lower league. None of that. No, last year, you know, it was literally coming down to the last couple of games of the season. This year, it looks more like, you know, more realistically an outside shot of, of a playoff, you know, appearance as opposed to yeah. for chance th- of relegation. For those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, our buddy Preston Johnson, who used to be on this show all the time, but, you know, more famously, he was on Daily Wager on ESPN for a period of time. He is the owner of uh, Crawley Town. Um, one of, what is it, League Two, is it? What is it? In, uh, yeah, in- England League Two. League Two. Um, and so, bottom of the EPL pyramid, but... You know, still in the pyramid. Still in the pyramid. And so, you know, I, it, before we get to your, some of your plays here, Jason. It, 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 sports Cheetah on Twitter. For sports any, Cheetah. Sports betting Twitter who's been forever. been gambling yeah. Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, Sports Cheetah for many years. And the nicest guy in yes. the world. And one of these guys, when success happens to, you have nothing but joy for in life. Um, just a great guy. And I, I just, I think about the Ryan Reynolds doc Mm-hmm. Jason and I feel like Ryan Reynolds stole your guys' idea and story. That that should have been you guys doing this. Yeah, I mean everybody, everybody's buying soccer teams right now. It's the super popular. Yeah, Kelly, like, Kelly, it's, Kelly the race, it's the race. It's the racehorse investment of of this this era. Um, Kelly and I were just going to buy one today. As a matter of fact, you're just saying that, you're like everyone's Ryan Reynolds, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is super famous and super cool, and yeah. you know, I like, can't say anything really like bad about him. Right? Oh you no, know, he's great. Like, he's awesome. Who doesn't love Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Jason's yeah. They're right probably going to get promoted too. You know, it's, it's yeah. a great story. Wrexham. Like, did I see J.J. Watt? Like, are the Watt brothers own a yeah, piece of a team? I like, think so. Jason's everybody, right. Everybody, everybody does. Does. Yeah. I don't know. They're like tax. They're basically like tax write-offs or something. <laughs> Some financial advice from Jason in the next segment. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what did you play week 16 in the NFL beyond last well, night? We hit the over last night. So yep. my uh, my record is the winningest guest in well uh, recent history. Add, add another to the tally. Um, <laughs> I like the, the 12 and a half with the bills. Uh, that's, uh, that's a big number to lay. But what do you like with the Chargers here? I get I get the whole spot, you know, the the coaching change and everything, but starting to lay the twelve and a half here with Easton Stick um, does not Im- impress me as an NFL quarterback. 
besides that, a little later in the, the afternoon and on Monday, um, actually going straight to Monday, I like the Giants here. I, can I interest you in the Giants money line at over six to one eh, on uh, on Christmas Day? Not so Any, much, but okay. Not so much, but like I don't, you know, who's which which favorite is coming out flat on on Christmas? It's not going to be the 49ers, I don't think. I don't think so either. It's probably not going to be the Chiefs against the Raiders. I'm certainly not not taking you know holding my nose with the Raiders here. I mean, but listen, I, listen. I, I I'm, I'm not. I'm not laying the points either. So I'm. I'm certainly not against. I'm you. taking. I'm taking the 13 and a half with the Giants. I'm. I'm playing the money line smaller. Like I said uh, last time I was on, I like the Cowboys one and a half. I see it's moving to some ones. Uh, other than that, my uh, my main thing is not ruining Christmas for everybody by losing all my money. In, in, oh, we just in the Christmas. Jason, that's, uh, oh, that's my card. It's, it's a slow, slow weekend for me. I don't even have any college bets. College bowl season is just a different animal now. It's just a completely different animal. Pre, pre, pre Christmas bowls, like I can't even get into them. It was, it was great. It felt, it felt like a growth moment, like a growing up moment. Yeah. The old Dominion game, the crazy comeback. I had no money on it. I had no position. I just, I was like, oh wow, you guys are sweating out a Monday morning football game, and I'm. I don't have to worry about any of this. I felt like I was growing up a little bit. Well, I, I did have Western Kentucky plus 534. And it was this great bookend to a, to a horrible beat from nine years ago in the Bahamas Bowl with them where I was on them and got beat. Um, but generally speaking, I mean, I don't have a single preflop. And I remember as, you know, as recently as two years ago, me and my Texas baseball buddies, right, Porus and the boys, we'd be at the Aria betting every single one of these games on the opening day of college football. And now, with everything that's happening, I mean, what, what uh, Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey started so many years ago, now with transfer portals and like, uh, it's just mayhem. And so, yeah, they're just from a pre-flop perspective. I totally get it. Is there anything random sports-wise that you have in your account right now that you have a bet on? Not much because there's just not there's not much going on internationally. It's all sort of quiet right now. There's no crazy golf. It's uh, it's really one of my favorite times of the year because my my schedule kind of quiets a little bit. I still have a whole bunch of other stuff to do. I'm actually shipping a painting to Switzerland after this today. So always crazy <laughs> stuff it? going on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're you're shipping a painting to Switzerland. Yeah, someone in Switzerland bought bought one of the the paintings I have, and I gotta go and crack it out of the frame today, and pack it in styrofoam, and send it off to Switzerland. Oh, now, I, I, was I, re- say- I remember when you bought these paintings. Who's the artist again, Jason? Wesley Willis. Yes, Wesley Willis. Oh, okay. That's right. So, is this another post um, office day for you, Jason, or or is this require some uh, more? No, I, I get to go to the the UPS for this one. Okay, got it. Uh, I did. I did get yelled at by the supervisor though uh, a couple days ago. She oh, why did you start with that? Party deep fingernails, like asking a federal employee to do any work other than the bare minimum, man, you get yelled at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, not the story. I'll tell you next week. I next week, on. there's a tease. Thank you, Jason. Merry Christmas. Jason Weigard, everybody. That's Spreadopedia. Kelly and me with our bets next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. the sports betting network if you're looking to bet smarter then visa has the perfect holiday gift for you sign up on our holiday special today get visa pro access to everything we do from now through may 1st for only 79 dollars sign up today and get unlimited access to daily best bets exclusive betting splits premium analysis 24 7 video plus all our betting guides and best bets for all college bowl games the super bowl and march madness don't miss out on this limited time holiday offer visit visa.com subscribe to sign up on our holiday special now that's v-s-i-n dot com slash subscribe it's gil alexander we get tweets at beating the book and thank you sincerely uh from me and from kelly uh you are the best listeners of any show any place ever in the history of earth i really believe that i, I didn't even get to tell you this off air before you get to tweets we, you know i got i got text messages from two different people at the at the boca bowl last night the who, del boca vista bowl who were with who were with uh fans of the show that texted, oh, wow. in, texted in. Yeah, oh, that yeah. just happened to piece together that, you know, me and being back there and everything. So, yeah, it, like, it's it's awesome when we get that kind of stuff. We love it. Happy holidays to everybody. The best one was, I think, last week I was at a CVS and some dude rolled up on me. He's like, what are you getting? <laughs> I love the show. Um, he was, he was super nice. You at a CVS. He was super was nice. Awesome. I had to go, to. I was like, just trying to be so polite about it. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was the greatest ever. Someone at Crystal's over there. In random places, too, and it's always great. But there's the listeners to the show, and all these tweets are great. X-Prime, uh, what was the Golden Boy pick this week? We don't know. He said, so I can fade it. <laughs> he said, <laughs> Golden Boy's the modern-day Scrooge McDuck, he said. He don't want to. Oh, uh, Michael Burns is pointing out that uh, somebody just sold their Brock Purdy MVP ticket for 125k on prop swap that would uh, net that would win him two hundred two thousand uh, two hundred exactly pardon me two hundred because it's a two k at a hundred to one so someone who has a hundred to one Brock Purdy MVP ticket just sold it for one hundred twenty five thousand on prop swap I don't hate it Gil I mean when things hey. that aren't settled on the field yeah man I'll take it right yeah sure. Bob Petrillo, happy holidays. Guilt to you and the crew from a longtime listener. I'm coming out the first week of NFL season next September, and I hope to stop and say hello. I'm the gentleman that went through the same experience after surgery that you did with your Achilles. Thanks. Bob, I'm glad you made it. Uh, Both of us had a uh, massive pulmonary embolism and almost uh, bit it um, after our Achilles surgery due to a blood clot. Uh, Jay Forey, double down. Doubled down on Puka Offensive Rookie of the Year last night during the game at 12 to 1 and dropped to 8 to 1 overnight. Thanks, my guy. Let's hey, let's hope we get there. And um, this is <laughs> yeah, I won't even read that one. But yes, as Jason Jason went off on something that I was like, okay, let's move it on. And one of those employees had something to say to Jason. You are have every right to say that back. Uh, I also want to thank before we get into our picks that Kelly and I didn't get a chance to give our picks this weekend in the NFL. 
Um, I just want to thank everybody on the crew here uh, that has come to the D. As you know, we were at the South Point for many, many years, uh, six and a half years. Uh, with my mishpucha, Chrissy, and all of us were over there, not just this show, but others. And uh, we made the transition over here to the D. And whenever you make a transition like that, it's never an easy thing from a technical standpoint. You know, Kelly and I, we just show up and we're like, hey, what's happening? Um, <laughs> I, but, do that, uh, I do that every morning. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, every morning. He's like, hey, what's happening? And I'm like, okay, enough with the hey, what's happening? Um, but everybody behind the scenes does such a great job of making this happen technically, starting with the Kenjineer, Ken, at the yes, very top, yes, of course. Absolutely, and yeah. Dez, I hope they're doing well, by the way. Uh, but for those who are specifically on this show, uh, if not every day, more often than not, Matt Hicks, uh, Dakota Martin, Sean McCollum, who could forget the great mm-hmm. guy, Sean McCollum, Reggie Edwards, Reg was just out here, uh, Jeremy Wengel, Ryan Pineda, and of course, Wyatt Tomchek. He was like, we were like, who are we, who was it that we can't think of? <laughs> who is it that we're not thinking? Oh, Wyatt, that's right. Um, oh, it was Sean, I forgot. That was the, that was the big name I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah, Sean's been with us doing the shows for... Sean, I was trying to protect you. Sorry five years. I mean, geez. But you know, we, back in the South Point days, I used to give the crew, like, I'd be like, okay, food for everybody, whatever. Here, when I try to do a McDonald's, no one's like really on the same time schedule, so it doesn't really work out, or I forget, yeah, or we they don't forget, have, or whatever. We don't have our office over Or, here. you know what I used to do at the South Point? I used to, like, when uh, when JB was running the thing, right? I'd be like, okay, let's all go to, like, Rise and Shine and have, like, brunch mm-hmm. after the show. And then I realized, I was like, maybe they just don't want to hang out with me, right? There was that, too. <laughs> so, like, you just think about, like, what can you give the guys and, and the gals who were here, because Liz left, a lot yep. of people left also. Uh, what can we give them for, for holiday? And so, uh, we're going to I am going to give them a futures ticket of their choice. That's what we're going to do. We're going to come up with a term. Like we haven't it. really thought about All it, right? right? But we're going to give the crew uh, a bet of their choice, something into 2024, or, or if they want, you know, here in 2023. Yeah, but just make it a dollar amount. Let them whatever they want. They we'll want. give them a dollar amount. We'll go from there, and hopefully they cash big. Just a way to say thanks to all that they do. I put it all on red and then put it on the <laughs> Don't Don't do that. Don't do what Kelly's told Wouldn't that be the most, the awesome, the most insultingly the, awesome thing to here do? Here we go. I'm giving this game to Kelly's like, oh, Kelly, really, thanks, man. Hey, gosh, you should put it on red first. I'm going to pump it all into one machine real quick and see what happens. Anyway, thanks, guys, for all that you do. Try not to put it all on red. Nah, seriously. We don't, those guys never get talked about enough. Everybody yep. that works behind the scenes at Visa, it is, they, like you said, we show up and talk. And it's, yeah, uh, man. That's a lot of what, that's all we do. You just come in here work. looking pretty. That's all you do, man. It's a tough job. It's a tough job. <laughs> all right. We didn't get a chance to give our picks since everybody else was giving theirs on the show. Uh, I uh, I had that 0-5 in millions a couple weeks ago, and I was right on the cusp of 60% again, and I shot myself in the foot, and I just cannot get there. I want to cash badly, so I've got an outside shot. I've got, I'll give you my five circa millions plays, and these are five bets that I have in my account. You will recognize three of them from guessing lines, one of which is I'm on the Dolphins, and I know it's down to one. I have the bet, I you know, I have it at minus one in my account. That's what it is right now. I don't buy into the whole uh, narrative on the Cowboys here. As Matt Brown has said famously on this show, really the, the Cowboys pass rush is really generated by one human. Micah Parsons is not really a collective thing. And I think with with all the notion of Dolphins having injuries up front, I don't think it's going to matter. I think Tua's going to get rid of the ball quick, and I think those Dolphins wideouts and that speed is going to overwhelm the Cowboys in this game. And I think this is the Dolphins' real big bounce back after that Tennessee debacle a couple weekends ago, which, by the way, even if they win this game, still might haunt them uh, in terms of a playoff position that Tennessee lost. But I like the Dolphins in this. Who has more to prove in this game? The Dolphins do, because they've beaten nobody. At least the Cowboys can say we beat the Eagles and we probably should have beat them twice. But the Dolphins... I mean, I, I they did. Dolphins, remember remember early in the season, they had those two yeah. road wins, and we're like, oh, these are two really great wins. But it's just not. It hasn't. These, this is the bully bowl. Yeah. This is no, the bully you're right. bowl. The Cowboys at least have the Eagles win. So the Dolphins are my play. And then the, my other two that I gave out on guessing lines, I hate because I don't want to live through them. But I just think the numbers, and you were right, Kelly. You were the first person to say this on the show. There was no rush to play them. So I waited till late in the week. Patriots are plus seven now at the Broncos, and the Raiders are plus 10 at the Chiefs. Do I want to live through these? No. But do I think it's just way too big of a number in both cases? I do. And so there are plays, sadly, (laughs) on the Patriots plus seven and the Raiders plus 10. Um, And then the other two to fill out the card, and I have bets on these as well. Matt Brown had both of these picks, so I was happy to hear that earlier. Uh, I'm on the Browns, minus two and a half. 
uh, in their ballgame. As long as that's below three, I think, you know. Look. I think I'll be adding that today. Yeah. I haven't bet it yet, but I it's it, it's definitely definitely the side I lean on uh, lean towards, and yeah, a lot, a lot of sharp guys uh, on that side. So Browns at the Texans, of course, that's going to be Case Keenum and not C.J. Stroud. And then tomorrow, first game, I'm on the Bengals minus three. Uh, the Bengals hosting, excuse me, not hosting, but traveling to play the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in again a game that the Steelers absolutely have to have, but. Jake Browning has surprised us all, including myself. And so Bengals rounding out that card. That's the first of the five. Did them sort of in reverse chronological order. But there you go. What do you got? Yeah. Only, uh, my, don't worry, my card's even shorter. Look at this. Only two this week for oh, me. Oh, wow. Uh, that I've made here so far. I do think I'm going to add the Browns, though. So Browns on here as well. Um, I guess I'm just waiting for, what, absolute confirmation that C.J. Stroud isn't playing. Uh, but the uh, Lions, minus three, we talked about that a little bit earlier uh, with Matt. Like he, like he said, I'm kind of glad to see him on that side as well because, oh, boy, is it It feels like every sharp group and syndicate and everything I hear of this week with, with that three and a half, they've been gobbling it up with the Vikings uh, at home. So uh, I, I laid the three. I think a lot of what Matt said, we're talking about, uh, you know, golf being indoors still. It's not an outdoors game situation. We always like to make a big deal about him going on the road and this team looking different, but we're still inside. Um, and I, I think that the Vikings, just the quarterback carousel that they've been going through, just establishing any consistency offensively, I think it's a tough ask. And then I, I didn't even get a chance to bring it up with him, but he kept talking about, you know, Matt kept talking about the Niners basically spotting him 30 already yeah. and the other teams making it up. And I'm kind of like, well, that that's that's why I bet what I bet. Yeah. And not didn't lay the points or bet the pure game over. I just bet the team total. Over that's one of those where you're just like, beat me. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. It's I don't really know. I, ho I hope that's a great game, actually. The so team I can total, watch it. Team total over 26 and a half is what he's referring but to. Yeah, be, yeah. Beat me on that. This 49ers offense has been so good. And if you can, tip of the cap. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I will be on with Brent Musburger on Sunday, an honor to be on Brent's show nice. before football on Sunday. By the way, the Megapod is out with Frank Schwab as our guest. Check that out on the Beating the Book Pod. And Kelly and I, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here Christmas morning. Christmas Eve and Christmas for us. Let's go. <laughs> Best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Happy holidays to all. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.